Hi there, Saj here from the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal and literally nothing else because I've been trapped in my house like a friggin' mob informant on house arrest for the last three months. Anyway, we thought we'd release an episode, but before we drop the episode, I want to announce that we've extended a free shipping promotion on our Teespring website using the promo code WELOVEYOU. That promo lasts until August 31st, and there'll be a link to the website down in the show notes for this episode. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully this helps you with your crippling boredom. And now for a very special message from my 11-year-old daughter. Wear a fucking mask! You heard the lady. Wear a fucking mask. Thank you, and enjoy the show. The Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. So you know how we started... One of the episodes recently, Sarge asked us a question. Who would you do, right? The yeah, oldest. Yeah, the whole, yeah, who's the oldest person? First of all, Jesse never answered because he wasn't here. But who's the oldest person you'd do? Who's the oldest person alive? You would fuck the oldest person alive? I mean. Like a 110-year-old woman? Be like Jim or man? a dick in a bag full of broomsticks and beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would crumble like a Nature's Valley granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted breakfast. Now my pants are covered in dust. <laughs> there's, a good, there's a good meme going around about that. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I've got a question for you guys. It's a, it's a thinker. But if you had to choose between having robot arms or robot legs, which would you choose and why? Uh, robot legs, obviously. Well, why? Because I could probably run faster, and like do go go gadget legs, and then reach shit on high shelves. So I've oh, yeah, I was dude, gonna... I get winded going up the stairs. Besides, Definitely I don't trust a robot to touch my penis. <laughs> I was just gonna say that robot arms gonna rip your dick off. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, what happens if they malfunction? If my legs malfunction, I just have to sit for a while. <laughs> if my hand you malfunctions, hope. I lose my dick. I don't want that. It's only a catch-22 if you get robot pelvis as well. So it's either you lose your dick or you can never touch your dick. No, no, no. So and now people might say, well, Saj, the easy fix here is not to touch your penis. To which I respond, you're clearly an asshole. So <laughs> I think most people would say, so all of your thoughts on getting m- machine put in your body is re- revolves around your dick. <laughs> Everything I do revolves around my penis in one way or another. So, uh, so like... I guess I should clarify, it would be from the shoulder down okay. or hip down. So like so no robot legs fucking. would plug into your hip and just would be robot legs. Oh, yeah, robot legs. But I still have a penis? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm the only one. I'd be so good at fucking. Actually, yeah, you'd only never get tired. But like, I mean, I, I'd never ha- I never have sex, but, you know, if I ever did again, you know, I'd be good at it. I would. I would choose robot arms. Think about the attachments you could have to your, like, you just take your hand off and put an attachment I mean, you on. could put a fleshlight on there, but you don't know if your robot arm fucking goes haywire and then just snaps your dick off. I, yeah, like, that, that's a I'm, lot of trust. Like, I'm thing. not I'm willing assuming, to do it. I'm assuming I've got the same feeling in the robot arms because I haven't, we haven't really, you know, whatever. I, I'm assuming that I've got the same feeling in the robot arms that I do in my current arms. So it's just like doing a stranger, though. Like, yeah. it's, it's always going to be different, especially if I can take off, like, one hand and put on, like... A different hand, like a... Yeah, but you don't want the, like, John Wayne Gacy stranger where it actually just pulls your dick off. Yeah, well, I mean, I obviously that's... No one's looking for that. 
Yeah, I, I would just have to say, like, maybe you're more adventurous with your penis, but I certainly would not allow I just a feel robot like robot to touch legs, it. you know, well, I just don't know that I would need I would legs. never get tired of standing. Why wouldn't I want that? Think of how hard you could kick. But think about all the right? jars. Think about all the jars I could open. I would kick so many things. I'd kick your jars. I would. I would. <laughs> That's I would. right. I'd kick your jar open. Then you'd be fucked. I would walk through the aisles of like stop and shop and just be like, <laughs> and just open up all the jars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's good that you wouldn't get crapple tunnel, but it's bad because here's your, one... pic- here's your pickles. You're welcome. <laughs> but the problem is, if you shake too hard at the urinal, you're going to be covered in blood. Yeah, no, you're again. If you feel your hand, right? Like if you have the same feeling in your hands that you do now, why wouldn't you just choose the hands? But they'd be robot. You wouldn't have your nerve endings. But in the you robot. don't need the yeah, nerve endings. Yeah, you wouldn't like, know if the robot hands are gonna go haywire at some point when a comet flies so, overhead, like when Stephen King wrote about it. What? Also, if someone yeah, drives, if you by, didn't see Maximum Overdrive, no, 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 I no, can't no, apologize no. enough for you. No, no, like. You, you're Finest thinking way too Emilio deep. Estevez film ever made. You're, you're thinking way too deep about robot right? Green Goblin truck. Terrible. You're thinking right? way too deep about <laughs> robot <laughs> appendages. This okay. ATM just called me an asshole. All, all I'm saying is, if I'm in the car with my friend and a car drives by with one headlight, I don't want to then be accused of murder because I had to punch my friend in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we should get started because um, it's it's late. Well, for us it's late. For the listeners, it's probably whatever time they're listening. <laughs> Whatever fucking time they die. Well, it's, you know, they, they, they're they beholden to us. Thanks for talking about making the sausage. Welcome week. to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained, and all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable. Like buying used toilet paper on Amazon. My name is Saj. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to me on Twitter. It's your own fault if you didn't see it. They changed it. Amazon fixed it after I tweeted it. Oh, it's so good. They did. Now it's now it's just discounted. But you've got that screen screenshots last forever. Oh, they do, they do. Oh yeah. My name is Saj. With me, of course, as you just heard, is Maynard. And joining us as usual is our dedicated researcher, writer, guy in pepperoni bringer, Jordan. I I, I like skeptic. Store bought pepperoni. Skeptic. Which is the finest pepperoni you can buy. You can slice. find us on Twitter. I'm at Bastard Prophet. Maynard is at Maynard Rules, and Jordan is at C G Super Jordan. The show is at C underscore G underscore Supernormal. And with us tonight, we have two fucking guests. Both guests that you have. Both guests, the only other guests that we have regularly. We have, of course, the Jesse Miles at the Jesse Miles on Twitter. I, I, I knew you'd warm up to it. I think the Jesse Miles, actually. The was the extra E when. And, of course, our lovely resident designer, Nature Bitch Laura. Hello. I, I love all At the new designs Nature underscore B underscore Laura. If you haven't seen it yet, go to teespring.com and type in Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal, and you are going to find some fucking amazing shirts. Laura's put in some work. If you're having a hard they time. They are bitching. Yeah, and if you're having a hard time finding the shirts or you're just not smart enough to remember what I just said, um, I can't That's kind of rude you. that you're making fun of our fan base. There's going to be 10 people who are really offended about this. <laughs> Look, we got 10 people, okay? That means at least four of them are below average. Oh, that's so sad for them. Go to my Twitter Were account. Were they the children left on, behind? Yeah. <laughs> Go to my Twitter account. Click on all my links, and the Teespring is uh, right near the front. We've got some amazing shirts, some awesome stickers, and uh, a blanket for reasons I can't quite fully explain. I will certainly say People that get cold. 
<laughs> I think I just got uh. lazy and was like, oh, I wonder if I can make a blanket out of this. How have you guys not made can personalized body pillows yet? Can, can we do like a blanket of your face? Yes. I yes, think we, we should can. do that. I, I need to know. get like a high resolution I, photo, like your best one. I'll put it on a blanket. Let's just that, use the Saj logo. All the girls. I don't know that we should. No, it we needs should. to be your face. I don't yeah, know that I know. The logo has my face on it. It's got resting metal face. I don't see. I don't know that okay. we should do the, the resting metal face. We'll make one for Jordan too. Uh, Relax, Jordan. I don't You're want. Gonna be no, no, I don't want. Several I don't want my face on a blanket. Like, okay, we'll get the a girls good, will want. We'll get a those girls are, Yeah, they'll, they'll want. Glory hole Sarge. <laughs> Glory hole Sarge would be amazing. All right, <laughs> it's just a picture. When you put your dick through it, it'll come through my mouth. It'll be such a mind fuck for people. No matter which side. I want my mouth on both sides. You can put it I, in I'd, I'd prefer and to, have it come out of my mouth. <laughs> I'd prefer to never hear any of those words again on this show. <laughs> in that order. Nope. Done. Look, I'm totally comfortable with my sexuality. I don't want to <laughs> suck you, dick, but I'm okay with you fucking my mouth. <laughs> if it's on a blanket. I'm really glad. I'm really glad you clarified that because uh, you, we could get maybe a, a flashlight attachment to it's it. It's on a blanket. Only you if could pleasure yourself arms. to my face. That'd be amazing. I'm so okay with it. Pleasuring <laughs> yourself through the face. <laughs> all right, all right. To we're, and with my face. We're getting off track. If you like our show, leave us a review on iTunes. We need your love. And if you're really, there's really a bunch like of you guys who've recently done that, and we thank you so it. much. Holy shit for the reviews. You guys are amazing. Thanks, dude. We're like we're almost up to forty. Yes. And um, also, if you really, really like our show, you can go to Patreon.com. If you subscribe to our Patreon, we have now included in our tiers a special um, uh, discounts at the Teespring store. So if you want to save a little bit of money by also giving us your money. Um, did, did we check the math on that? Does that end up being a benefit? It does. It okay, does. okay. Because you, if you give us You 20, pulled out the calculator? No. Okay. If you give us $25 or more, you will get 20% off. Okay. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, no, it is. The worst you're going to get is a 10% discount, which is still pretty okay, good. Okay, okay. So because that's basically shipping. So they still make money off this, basically. Right? Because they're going to get a shirt and a discount. And the more money you give us, the give cooler it, right. the shit you get. I also like... That's, I like also a, like that's almost like money laundering. There. I love our stickers. The stickers are so good. Okay, anyway, um, we're, we're getting off track. We're talking about ourselves too much. That's kind of what we do. Well, yeah, that is how Dude, most our podcasts show. work. <laughs> Um, your subscriptions will help us make great content in the future. Also, the show costs me money Mediocre, uh, every month, so uh, please <laughs> give us money. <laughs> well, if they gave us more money, it would be better content because we no, can afford better content. it would still equipment. be mediocre at best. Like the content. All right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've hit our limit. Please send us an email if you have any questions or comments or you just want to chat for no reason at citizensguidepodcast at gmail.com. We've got, a, we've got some of those, I think. We are here for you. Especially if you're quarantined. I will keep you occupied all day. When's Maynard going to start his OnlyFans? That's what I'm wondering. It's literally just going to be window fans. It's just going to be like 20 different videos of him talking through a fan. I am your father. This is this is genius. I should do this. Right? Only fans. It'll only just be fans, Maynard yeah. talking through fans. <laughs> only fans. I love it. With only one fan. Okay. I could get like a, you'd get like a buck, right? Yeah, something a like that. A month. Yeah, why not? A you get a hundred people to give you a dollar a month. It's a hundred bucks. Okay, all right. Oh, that was loud. Now that that's out of the way, buckle up, gang. Saj has a story. What happened? Oh, geez, I got that pop from the wow. thing. Wow, there's something wrong with you. All right. <laughs>
go, you've, man. You've, you've got the holding, coronavirus in you're your You're holding ear. on to this really too long. I mean, you should just... The year should. was 1884. Mississippi establishes the first ever state college for women. Mississippi. I didn't say Mississippi. You did. The few classes include titles like How Not to Die During Childbirth and Shh, the men are talking. <laughs> God damn you, 1884. London's debtors prison closes, and poor people are finally treated equally by the justice system in every country for the rest of history. Fact. This checks out. Alaska officially becomes a U.S. territory, and with 45 minutes, the Discovery Channel has 20 shows in pre-production. The first long-distance call between Boston and New York ends in a fight over tomatoes and clam chowder, and the servant girl Annihilator claims his first victim. They had video games in 1884? <clears throat> Unfortunately, that first victim was not the person I who just decided what to put tomato in a fucking clam chowder, you monster. You don't mix milk and tomatoes, you fucking morons. Ew. Servant yeah. Girl Annihilator sounded like a video game. It does kind of sound like a video game, but like one that you can only find in the darkest recesses of the internet. It's well, like one of those ones that you buy in the bargain bin, actually. It's either going to be a snuff film or it's mostly just going to be gaping. I actually think it was a recommended film on my Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a move in like, uh, what the hell is it? Mortal What's Kombat? Mortal Kombat. I feel servant like Girl Annihilator. <laughs> One of the Finish most, her. It's just a servant. <laughs> it's just a servant girl with a giant fucking axe. One of the most nerve-wracking moments of my life, though, was logging back into Pornhub and realizing that they track your algorithm, and I'm like, "Oh no, it's catered to me. It's listening." Oh my god, that explains all the Bailey J videos I've been getting. <laughs> Yuck. Sometimes you just want to admire a great dick. Why are you so judgy? You know. uh... Is it? It's like that. It's like that Facebook algorithm where it like listens to everything and then you get targeted ads. <laughs> it's just it's Pornhub. My targeted ads are just weird colored flashlights because I want to know what it's like to fucking aliens vagina and and helicopters for whatever reason. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> and by that he just means Mexican. All oh right. That's that's actually I, I got a funny story before we go on. Uh, my oh, wife. Here we go. My here wife go. thought Jordan was gay for a number of months because. <laughs> He came over my house. Excuse me? He came over my house and was like, Christian, you got to watch this video. Because we didn't know it was a gift back then because that wasn't a word. Um, and Jordan puts up this video on my oh, laptop <laughs> of this dude's banging another dude. And he spread eagle on top of this guy, and his dick is doing the helicopter. <laughs> his lemon party. And, oh, yeah, so you uh, spin me right around. And there's, and there's a counter at the bottom of the screen that just counts how many times it spins. And he oh. let that counter go way up. Oh, it was the so early good. internet. Right? And so when I was like. like hamster dams, but gross. And so like, I was, Why does it loop? It never loops. So I was talking to my wife, and I'm like, do you want to go get dinner with Jordan and his girlfriend? And she's like. Girlfriend? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's girlfriend. And she's like, but the dick helicopter. <laughs> I'm like, no, he just enjoys that. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't have to be gay to enjoy the dick helicopter. That's just wholehearted. I'm just going to say, <laughs> I'm just going to say, in a room where there was a woman, he was still the person who got the most enjoyment out of that video. I giggled like an idiot. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. He had the weirdest boner for the rest of the night. And I sent him to Lemon Party. There was a lot of things I did. He, I, two girls, one cup. Top girl. Was, can, I, can I just... 
people right, say this bad stuff. You out can't there now. blame like, people for thinking you're really gay bad. when you're like, "Hey, yeah, right? I found this really funny video, and it's just a dude fucking another dude." You know, a uh, good friend of the show showed me that video. That's where I found it. Oh, okay, all right. You the know who the good friend of that of show was? Was it a woman? No, but his initials are F and Y. Is it your boyfriend? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's our, it's our buddy. I yeah. know, I know, I know. All right. Uh, the worst one of the bunch was one guy, one jar. That was a trap. Oh, that was the worst oh, one. That was the worst one. On that note, let's take a break and then come back for the sermon girl and die later because I don't want to lead into this with that. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Helicopter penis. All I know is that's me. You look like you're having All right, well, we're back, we're back, and well, this is uncomfortable is the name of my sex tape. <laughs> uh, it's because it's have him having sex through his own blanket. <laughs> Look. It, it's a horrible image. It's like, I have no I've problem. I've seen that sex tape. One out of five stars would Why not Why are you watching my sex tape? What is wrong with you? If you're curious what that looks like, print out a picture I'll of Sonja's right face. I'll tell you right now. I know after Two Girls, One Cup, you were into weird porn, but Listen, I didn't know incest have, was in the game. If you have a friend who does porn, it's, aren't you at least bit curious? Like I'm fucking related to you. Nah. <laughs> That's so gross. Jury's out on that. I'm and the also, only one who looks like far, me. As far as a glory hole blanket is concerned, if anyone is going to fuck my mouth, it's going to be me. <laughs> you know, I was curious if it was going to be off-putting, so I printed out a picture of Sarge and put my thumb through it. Yeah, it's going to be horrifying. <laughs> All right. With my beard, it just looks like really weird 70s porn. Oh, boy, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know that picture of Albert Einstein sticking out his tongue? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and away we go. So, uh, the servant girl, Annihilator. Annihilator! Def Leppard, motherfucker. It's the first American serial killer. It is not. It is. No, well, it's, it's not. like the first... Yeah. No, the first uh, American serial killer was a family in Kansas that was just fucking wasting people left and right until yeah, somebody caught on. That's a group. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's like a whole That's a group project. This is like one guy, serial killer. Well, uh, Otis Toole and Henry Lee Lucas were a group. They were still serial killers So were Thelma and Louise, but we're not talking about them. They really were. All right, moving on. All right, so in Austin, Texas, between the years of 1884 and 1885, there were eight brutal axe murders. Also known at the time as the Austin Axe Murderer Spree. So uh, what the you were Austin saying Axe is there was a spree, a good amount of hatchet wounds. Mm, yeah, and uh, during that time, the papers were reported the murders were committed by some cunning madman who was insane on the subject of killing women. Like like all serial killers, really, except for like John Wayne Gacy. I also don't know how cunning he was. Just kind of ran away. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I feel like if he was cunning, they wouldn't have been like, "This is a serial killer." He kind of got away. He with avoided it for a little bit. police before forensics were invented. How did he do it? He, <laughs> <left>. <laughs> he, he literally walked away. Like he wasn't the best of cleaning up his crime scene. Like he didn't. He didn't. He never policed his brass. Left his footprints behind. Left blood behind. Yeah, he wasn't Dexter. Bodily fluid. Up, I mean, he left the goddamn murder weapon stained with his fucking fingertips. Getting away with crime in the 1800s just meant you had money. The police are like, motherfucker, if we could only had the technology to match these fingerprints to somebody else, we would be okay. 
They also didn't invent mm. fingerprints till I think like a couple of years after this. <laughs> they didn't no, no. figure out that that was a thing they could use. No, fingerprints were there. They they didn't invent fingerprints. <laughs> Everybody had them. Yeah, it's kind of like Schrodinger's cat. This is back to you not knowing <laughs> when. Did fingerprints exist before we started using them? This is back when this is, takes me back to the episode when you didn't know jeans were a thing in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you could take pictures back then. One thing I couldn't figure out is while this, looking is at a picture of Abraham Lincoln or after electricity. <laughs> oh, <for fuck's> <laughs> I quit. All right. Okay. So the carnage included eight murders. The totals were five black women, two white women, and a black male. One of the women was a child, fortunately. So if you are sensitive to young person death, uh, I would. I'm sorry. You what, wasn't the victim count two African American women and one African American child and two white women? It was no, they only counted the deaths once the two white women were killed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we're like these eight other ones we were told about. We might want to look into. Well, it is Texas. Okay, so we're the like five years oh, after nope. slavery was done. No, oh, oh God, Jesus Christ! Oh, what? That's what it was. It wasn't five years. All right, you know what? I'm not great with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five black women, two white women, and a black male, and, and there were eight in the pantry. Eight severely wounded uh, people, uh, six women and two men. The men just got in the way. That's kind of how it... It's like we always do. Name of my yeah. sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It really works on every level. All right. So the first murder uh, occurred on December 30th, uh, 19... I'm sorry, 1884. 1984, really? We're just... Uh... Anyway, so yeah, the first murder, December 30th, 1884. Back before they had photos and everything was drawings. It was, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely before they had photos. They uh, uh, had pictures of the Civil War. <clears throat> no, you no, learned about these pictures in the high school we all went sir? to. You assume that he learned about these things in high school. <laughs> so uh, Molly Smith, 25, was murdered, and her boyfriend severely injured with a wound to the back of his head when he woke up. Uh, the, <laughs> the funny thing about this whole story is he was a suspect for his own his own wound. He was a suspect for his own partial axe murder. In the brutal murder of his wife. And was also scolded. I don't know. I'm doing the math right now or yeah. the physics. Look, I don't think I'm that works. almost as bad at math as Jesse, and even I know that math doesn't work out. So so uh, they went to bed. It was a very cold night. Uh, he woke up in a pool of blood and had a splitting headache. You're fired. <laughs> Because uh, he had an axe wound to the back of his head. So anyway, uh, he went and asked for help because he couldn't find his uh, girlfriend. And there had been obvious signs of a struggle. Next thing you know, she's out back in a pool of her own blood with stab wounds, uh, a puncture wound to the inside of her ear. And she was uh, chopped up pretty good. Oh, you God. If I had detail. a dime for every time I woke up to that scene. <laughs> what, what important detail was that? Uh, that when he asked for help, he was told, we'll look at it in the morning. Yeah. I was napping. That's Why true. Wake me? That's true. That's actually kind of how it happened. This, this this is like just such like an unbelievable highlight to how fucked up things were back then. The guy comes in and he's like, "Yeah, my my girlfriend was killed by an axe murder." And the guy's like, "But it's like ten thirty, so it's like early this, to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise." <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, if you could just go back to sleep, just it's. It's fine. We'll find her in the morning. No big deal. <laughs> oh, sir. I'm sorry. I thought you were mistaken. <clears throat> um, 
we don't consider you people right now, <laughs> oh, so we'll see you in the morning. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So uh, Th- this, and just so everyone's clear, not only is this story disturbing because a small child was killed, but it's also thoroughly disturbing because of how unbelievably racist everyone responded to the problem. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you say your 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 African American wife? Oh no, I'm too busy sleeping right now. I'll come back to you later. It's, my room's covered in blood, sir. Please don't raise your voice at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next murder, um, or the next attack, came uh, in March. So a few months later, it's March nineteenth, eighteen eighty-five. It was Clara Stra, Strand, Cl- Clara Strand, and Christine Martinson. Two uh, Swedish servant girls were wounded. Oddly wounded. enough, they were tended to immediately. <laughs> yeah, they were both white. That's I think where you're going with that. Well, I might have been. Well, I mean, they were Swedish, so in unless I don't know geography all that well. Sweden in the 1800s didn't have a lot of African American folks. I wasn't there. I couldn't tell you. Me neither, but I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, well before my time. I'll have to check the census. You know, if I had a time machine, that's exactly what I'd go to to find out that answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweden in the 1800s. the only thing I do, too. Oh, boy. Declaration of Independence or Sweden in the 1880s? <laughs> <laughs> I choose Sweden. Well, I do like lingonberries, so. And meatballs. And modular furniture that falls apart after a year. This is a delicious rye whiskey right here. I may have had some Swedish meatballs. Fucking Ikea. By that, I they mean got, tonight. They got <laughs> everything. All right. So the they've got couches. They've got couples fighting. They've got couples <laughs> fighting. <laughs> and more couples fighting. Lost children. Whole rooms full of meatballs. I mean, what, what doesn't Ikea have? Food poisoning in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> and horses. Horse meat in the meatballs. I'm okay with that, too. <clears throat> All right. Uh, May 22nd, 1885. I'm sorry. May 6th, 1885. Eliza Shelley murdered. Eliza Shelley. Now, uh, a lot of these were like uh, robberies gone wrong. <clears throat> and uh, in two instances, there were young children involved, and they were aptly, promptly, aptly? Oh, they were taken care of uh, by the... Promptly would promptly, be the word. Yeah. Aptly, I think, is... Appropriate. Well, they were. They were. I think the appropriateness speaks for itself. <laughs> well, they were not killed, but they were actually taken care of. Yeah. So promptly. To you yeah. Quickly. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, Eliza Shelley was murdered. Uh, again, found with a puncture wound in her ear. Um, footprints at the scene, uh, like the first murder. Uh, the footprints at the scene have an interesting detail. He was missing a pinky toe. Ouch. That was something that was never disclosed. This is important. Never disclosed by the detectives when they were. Uh, doing the crime scene and categorizing evidence. Um, the next murder came a uh, short time after that, May 22nd, 1885. It was an Irene Cross. Uh, after that, there was a break, August 1885. Clara Would it Dick be unacceptable at this wounded. point for me to start singing uh, uh, the Good Night Irene song? Probably. Good Night Irene. It's a popular Irish song, anyway. <clears throat> so, uh, Irene Cross, by the way... Uh, the only one who was murdered with a knife. Uh, she was stabbed and cut, and actually they referred to her as being almost scalped, where a lot of his wound, his victims um, typically were hit with axes and like brutally 
like left. Um, she was stabbed several times with a knife. There was no axe in that situation. I just find it interesting because um, serial killers don't usually deviate. They well, <clears throat> so that's that's kind of a misnomer. Um, some serial killers do uh, switch up weaponry from time to time. Um, it, it really kind of depends on the kind of serial killer they are. If you have your more organized type of serial killer, they're going to stick to to one weapon. But if you're going to have more of your, your chaotic, crazy kind of opportunistic serial killers, yeah, they might switch it up a little bit. Like uh, Dexter. <laughs> um, He's an organizer. <laughs> Uh, a good a good example of a disorganized serial killer would be somebody like Tommy Lynn Sells, who used to travel uh, on the train. Oh, I thought you said organized. I was like, dude, Dexter was pretty organized. No, no, no. Uh, Tommy Lynn Sells was a disorganized serial killer. He would actually, uh, he was like, you know, what we would call a hobo. He's somebody who used to ride freight trains. He would walk a short distance from wherever he hopped off the train and kill people with whatever weapons he could find. Most of the time, he just strangled them. Uh, <clears throat> so... As far as that's concerned, she also had this sharp object in her ear. I say that because that's it was his signature, like hey. his his calling card, sharp object right in the ear. Um, then we move on to uh, Irene Cross. She was okay. So Irene Cross, uh, we already talked about her. Um, Clara Dick was wounded on uh, in August of eight. Say again, Clara Dick. I got no joke. Move on. Okay. She was wounded severely in 1885. Um, and then this is, this is where it gets kind of a little bit more disturbing. <clears throat> uh, he went to attack uh, Rebecca Ramey, who was uh, asleep on the kitchen floor of her servants' quarters. Because at this point, the hysteria had gotten all over the place. Uh, o. Henry had actually termed this man the servant girl annihilator. And uh, out of an abundance of caution... Hold on. Uh, before you continue, though, do you have the full quote from O. Henry? Because it is probably one of the more perfect examples of fucking white privilege in the 1800s. Uh, I don't have the full quote. With me. Basically, he said that um, the town... Uh, what was it? Oh, Austin, right? Yeah, Austin. Uh, nothing ever really happened there, but at night it got real exciting because of the fucking servant girl annihilator. Like, that wasn't, like, he's like, no, 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 not a big deal. Uh, it, you know, I kind of, sleepy town, there's only a bar, maybe a, you know, a couple of horses in town. But it gets real fucking great at night when this guy goes in and just kills kids. Keep Austin weird. <laughs> Dude, we got a murderer. No one knows where he is. It's awesome. Yeah, like, just back then, it was totally fine to be a rich white guy and be like, no, oh, it got really exciting when the girl got hit in the head with an axe. Mm. Welcome to Austin. We've got a lot of breweries and micro distilleries, and now an axe murderer. Make sure you take off your shoes when you enter a building. Uh, well, it's kind of like people now who are like, let me, <laughs> let me sleep in the Lizzie Borden house. Like, it's the same thing. You're right. You're right. So, um, okay. Uh, we move on. So this is this is this is where things get a little uncomfortable. So. Uh, Rebecca Ramey, Mary Ramey, uh, Rebecca the mother, 50 years old, um, and Mary Ramey, 11 years old. Uh, they were afraid to leave the kitchen late at night, uh, the night that they were murdered. It was August 30th. They were asleep on the floor close to the fireplace. Uh, Rebecca was bludgeoned with an axe. She did survive. That was a mother? Yeah. Okay. Um, she remembers being dragged, apparently. This is... Some of these stories get really, really difficult to to prove like what testimony was because I don't have a lot of it. I have to go by the 
like some of the things I've listened to or some of the like. Yeah, well, not to mention the fact that when the police show up and get a witness statement, the first question they ask was, was this witchcraft? Um, Was there a kettle involved? So she remembers being dragged. um, And I don't know if she was too heavy to be dragged outside or whatever happened. So he or she woke up. He bludgeoned her with an axe. She did survive. Woke up the next morning. Her daughter was missing. Her daughter dragged outside and brutally murdered with an axe. Um, this was the first confirmed sexual assault on any of his victims. There was speculation that Molly Smith was a victim of sexual assault, but, uh, they didn't, they couldn't prove that it was him. Well, so the tough part back then too, obviously, uh, we're with living in our current society. There's a number of tests that you could do to, to find out if somebody has been sexually assaulted back then. They just didn't have anything. And so my, my guess is maybe that this, some of these killings, or if not all of them, were sexually motivated. It's just, yeah, you're talking about an uh, an 11 year old girl, <clears throat> so it, it's probably a little bit more obvious, right? Um, so this he actually is now also titled as a serial rapist when you read his Criminal Minds, um, profile, which is kind of interesting. But um, September 28th, there was an attack on Gracie Vance. Uh, Gracie was the second sexual assault um, out of the three confirmed. She was 20. Orange Washington, uh, who is one of the men who was um, killed with an axe, uh, he was an incidental victim here, and uh, he was 25 at the time, and Lucinda Body um, was bludgeoned with an axe. She was, yeah, right. she was, she survived the attack. She was 17. Um, and then the irony. It's kind of a who's on first situation. Where's the body? She's right there. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the victim. Past, Patsy. But also, surprisingly, in impeccable shape. Patsy Gibson. <laughs> all, yeah. Patsy Gibson also uh, was an incidental in that attack, bludgeoned with an axe. She did survive. Um, so you had two 17 year olds who survived, a 20 year old uh, who was sexually assaulted and died, and then Orange Washington, who also uh, died. That's an interesting name. Orange. Orange Washington. Yeah, how do you get yeah. that name? So. Um, he was named after a drink. <laughs> Jesse, enlighten us. What drink do you know of named Orange? An orange wine. Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things that's kind of interesting here is not only has the uh, Servant Girl Annihilator spanned a number of victims, but he's also kind of changed up his, um, his, his victim profile too. Um, so we talk about he, he uh, attacked white women. He attacked African-American women. He's also known for killing men. <clears throat> One of the things that's interesting about this, and in in, not in the sense that like, oh my God, I love that all these people were killed, but just interesting in the sense of the how it ties into other serial killers is you have a uh, serial killer like Angel Resendez, for instance. So Angel Resendez was another serial killer who traveled by freight train and would kill people uh, across the Mexican and American uh, border. He would jump off the train and he would just kill whoever was around. So uh, what you'll hear from a lot of people is like, oh, he killed. Yeah, and that's not always the case. It certainly is with somebody like uh, Gary Ridgway, for instance, who only killed prostitutes. He spanned different races, but he was only killing one type of person. But then you look at somebody like um, Ted Bundy, for instance, and a lot of people say, well, you know, he killed all these sorority girls and all these, uh, you know, 
women of age, but very few people talk about the fact that Ted Bundy also killed a young girl. And it was the only killing that he was not especially proud of and wouldn't talk about. Yeah. Well, also, this guy, just <clears throat> from the reports, the nights that all the killings were going on, he was just running around and I think killing whoever's room he could get into. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. So, and there was and like one lady, it, it, read like a, it read like a horror story. She said she heard her door shaking violently and then got up and the shaking stopped. And then, again, like a horror movie victim, she opened the door and looked out. She said she only saw darkness. And then opened the door. Yeah. She was like, as soon as I took two steps outside of my threshold, I was grabbed from behind. I was yeah. like, because you went outside. Yeah, moron, don't go outside. But um, so anyway, long story short, you're going to hear a lot of things from a lot of different true crime TV shows and podcasts and articles where they talk about how serial killers, you know, went out of out of their, their victim type, like it's some sort of aberration. But when you actually learn a little bit about serial killers, you find out that some of them, especially in more disorganized serial killers, they're just looking for a target. They don't care yeah. who it is. So if you look at, um, uh, sorry, one more is, um, is Richard Ramirez. He's almost a perfect example of a serial killer who kills not only with different weapons, but he kills men and women indiscriminately. So <clears throat> um, one of the things that they highlight um, in some of these stories about these murders is that uh, a lot of them are robberies gone wrong. Uh, a lot of them were interrupted and, you know, by passerbys or whatever, um, which is why there's a lot smaller uh, of a death count. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is I think a lot of people were conditioned by television. So when we watch TV shows, it's real easy to kill somebody. You know, you stab them in the, in the stomach and they fucking die. And that's just not how it works. I know. It takes well, back to fucking One of the more yelling. famous things that... Um, that uh, <laughs> you yeah. stabbed me in the stomach. Yeah, I'd well. really appreciate it if you'd stop pointing it out. It'd make <laughs> me feel bad. <laughs> one of the more um, famous uh, things that... The serial killer's name escapes me now, which is embarrassing because he was on that, that TV show... Um, I know who you're talking about. He's the co-ed killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit. How I can I forget guy. this? I'm not like... Anyway. <laughs> whoa, well whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, well that's a problem. Good night, everybody. One of the things he talks about Welcome is how he um, he stabbed uh, somebody and was shocked that it wasn't like in the movies where you stab somebody and they just fucking fall to the ground. He had to stab this woman multiple times and she was still standing there like looking at him and then he wound up eventually killing her. But it, it took a little bit longer than it should have than than he wanted it to. He thought it would be much faster. So the other thing too is that like you know you hit somebody in the head with the next, they're not necessarily going down. Yeah. So uh, all right, let's finish this up. Uh, December twenty fourth. These are the last murders that happened in Austin. Uh, we have Susan Hancock, bludgeoned with an axe, survived, but later died from her wounds. Then Eula and James Phillips. Eula seventeen, sadly raped and bludgeoned with an axe. She died. James. Survived uh, and was also uh, accused of the uh, murder. So, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Um, Clearly, the killer hit himself in the head. And still what do we have for time? We we should we should go to break fairly soon. But you continue. All right. Well, I just want to. So, <clears throat> I think we could probably quickly go through uh, his profile um, as far as the serial killer uh, is concerned, and then we can. Do theories next segment. Sure. So okay. All right. Um. So he his calling card his signature was the inserting of sharp objects into his victims' ears. 
He also always left behind like the like a the blunt object that he killed them with. But that was his mode um, of killing people was was bludgeoning and then the the one stabbing that occurred where the woman ended up the looking wet scalped. Willy of doom. Um, <clears throat> Jesus God, Christ. there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, no one likes a wet willy. Who hurt Let you? Let alone a wet willy with a knife. Who hurt you? Oh, no, we we know who hurt him. It's just, why is it transgressed this way? <laughs> um, we all have our crosses to bear. Yeah. So uh, th- he was actually profiled um, in a documentary called uh, History Detectives, um, and they profiled him as a young uh, African-American male. Now, this is interesting because uh, some of the descriptions that you get range in, in um, from him either being African-American or a white male who wore a cloak and like shrouded himself. Um, the one thing that you always heard was that his uh, legs, his pant legs were rolled up and he was in bare feet. Um, he left behind that, I said, that signature footprint uh, at a lot of these crime scenes where his pinky toe wasn't there. And that's kind of a really important for uh, later on when we get into theories. Um, most of his victims were dragged, which is kind of interesting, um, from the scene uh, where they were. So, like, the first victim was actually dragged out. Um, there was a blood trail that they ended up were able to follow into the, the, the woods. Um, but they basically had said he was in his early 20s. He acted alone. Um, he was somebody who would have otherwise, like, felt powerless um, which is why he didn't, or he wouldn't target uh, Caucasian females because he considered them to be too risky. Um, he picked on obviously servants because of their their class um, and the fact that they would have kept their money near them um, when he was trying to steal from them. Um, he he was more emboldened later on, which is why some of his victims became white. Um, it was more they became white before after they were murdered. At, well, I mean, this is like a Michael Jackson. He I'm just trying on, to figure out if the blood comes out, do they turn white? Or? He, he moved on to killing uh, white people be, or, or the two white women um, because he was more emboldened. He was getting away with it and he wasn't getting caught. Um, but he also, also he had a week where everyone was just asking to see managers and he's like, you know what? Oh, <laughs> Switching my time. He, um, he, he did not stop killing on his own, so they have th- they think there's an external reason for that, and this is where we're going to get into the theory s- situation. Um, and then uh, another profile kind of basically said the same thing, but that he may have worked in the Congress Avenue area there, um, which is the non-segregated part of the community. It was like the heart of the area, um, and they likely said that because there was a train station there. It was possible he uh, didn't actually reside in Austin, which is why the killings may have stopped. Um so I actually have my own theory we'll get to in the third segment, but uh, anybody else have any theories? Well, so do you want to do theories or do you want to take a quick break? No, no, we're going to go. We're going to go. Let's go to break because we've been we've been talking a while. We need to give everybody a chance to swerve uh, on the highway for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just fun. It's fun when you scare the guy next to you. Blinkers are for cowards. Yeah, like, just you know watch out for the guardrail. You know he's looking at his phone, but you were smart enough to start the podcast before you started If driving. you're in Boston, you're only going two miles an hour anyway, so it yeah, doesn't matter. do it up. Yo, 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 yo. We're going to stop selling blankets as soon as this episode comes out. You're like, oh, now Saj seems kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? No more blankets. All right. All right. So one of the things I did want to note b- 
before we move on to theories. Theories. Um, the I mentioned the two children. Yeah. The two children who were taken care of. Uh, I say that because, um, not not taken care of in the. They put on the cement shoes, throw them in the water. Taken care of is in healed uh, from the injuries. Uh, nope. So during the attacks, the there were two young boys uh, who were interacted with the oh, servant well, girl on the elevator. They were boys, and so. he didn't touch them, didn't harm them. He did threaten them. Uh, well, he threatened one of them. Yeah, didn't um, he knock him out though? Nope, nope. He was never harmed. Uh, he told them that if he screamed, he would kill the whole family because there was like the a group of them in the bed. Uh, that was Irene Cross. It was uh, his nephew, or her, I'm sorry, her nephew, um, eight years old. He described the guy as big chunky, a big chunky Negro man, barefooted with his pants rolled up. Um, he covered the young man with a blanket and told him to be quiet. He had no recollection of the murder and speculated that he was sedated with chloroform. Um, and it was stolen from the dentist's, the local dentist's house. So was that the only victim who was um, chloroformed? Yeah. Next question. Where was this in the timeline of the killings? So, so Irene Cross was actually the uh, third, fourth, third killed, but the fifth, because um, you have the two Swedish. Yeah. Who the Swedish? The two there's Swedes a, there's who a, survived. There's a right? question about whether the two Swedish girls were actually victims like targets or if they were just collateral damage like uh, or if they were even attributed to this man gotcha. because at one point during one of the trials because there was over 400 men arrested for these uh in in one of the trials they had said that there was basically a copycat and this this couldn't have been one person yeah, basically um, anyone who was barefoot and within a mile of a crime scene was arrested yeah well that's actually interestingly enough that you say that that is true <laughs> Um, if you dig a little bit deeper into the case, we're not going to cover that too much tonight. But if you dig a little deeper into the case, there's, there were a number of suspects. That, some of them, two of them, I believe, or more, went to trial simply because they were barefoot at the time of the murders. But I can, uh, I'll get a little bit more into that as we, um, once Jordan's done. Keep your shoes on. All right. So, um, so that was the first one. He was given a blanket, probably chloroformed, uh, and went back to bed. He doesn't He has no recollection of the murders or anything else. Uh, the second one was the child of Eula and James Phillips. So uh, this was the last murder. Um, the young, the young male, two years old, Thomas Phillips, was uh, sleeping with his parents. That he woke up to the uh, servant girl annihilator. The servant girl, servant girl annihilator gave this little boy an apple. Brutally killed his mother. Uh, I believe she was also raped. I'd have to go back real quick. Yep. Uh, and then he also attacked the father. The father was found bloody with the two-year-old standing over him with an apple. That was how that crime scene unfolded. Um, so he he spared the two the two boys for whatever reason, uh, and that was specific to you know him having only killed women uh, or the men if they got in the way um, in this thing. So I just thought it was interesting that he, these two young boys were like, not protected, but like they, were, he gave one of them a blanket and one of them an apple. Like Theory. Okay. He gave the kid an apple so no doctors would come to help. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> that checks out. You are the worst. All right, so... Um, but he, he did it once every day, though, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, he just kept coming back. So let's go... I just want to go over some actual postulized theories real quick before you... Sure. Uh, all right, so one theory exists that there was a Malaysian cook named Maurice. He worked at the Pearl House Hotel in Austin. Um, Maurice told acquaintances he planned to travel by ship to London and left in January 1886. The murders stopped after that. He was uh, he was suspected of killing Eula Phillips um, after uh, weeks after she uh, he had left and she had died. Um, and there was a strong presumption that he was the murderer of the Austin women, um, except for two or three of them because they resided all in the immediate neighborhood of his residence, the Pearl Hotel. Um, in 18... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he also was theorized at one point that he might be the uh, serial killer, Jack the Ripper, from London because he traveled to London and the, the murders in London seemingly pick up there. I don't like this theory because the murders in London are a lot cleaner, even though it's similar victim style. So they they theorize that he may have also been Jack the Ripper, uh, but obviously Jack the Ripper was very well spoken. Um, we don't know that you do from when he from his writings. Uh, he was those writings were proven to be f- hoaxes. The the paint like the the words on the walls when he like killed people. They were just words on a wall. They but weren't articulate fucking poems that he just wrote a word on the wall. I thought that they had said that Not Jack the Ripper was an educated man who... Um, the the Jack the Ripper is an educated man is kind of a newfangled idea. Newfangled? And the reason why is because Jack the Ripper's murders were so precise that people believe that he could have been uh, a like doctor, a doctor right, or a yeah, surgeon. Like that they However, said he was possibly educated. Um, people well educated. who are butchers are also very precise with their knives and... Um, you know, you don't hear about too many butchers writing treaties on fucking Kafka. So you can't... The problem is there's a lot of assumptions that are made by armchair detectives that sit back in their couch and watch true crime documentaries, like myself. Um, and so everybody's got a theory about Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper is never going to be solved. But the one thing I can tell you is based on the way these people were killed... To suggest that Jack the Ripper and this person are the exact same person is fucking insane because right, the deaths are so wildly different. Right. So earlier I had mentioned. Ho- so hold on because this, this gets okay, into the next one. Right, okay. So this gets into the next one. So um, the, th- the, th- the theory is that because he was killing prostitutes, people of lower class, he would be able to get away with it a little bit better. Uh, and they he they think possible failed robberies by Jack the Ripper as well. Um, but Shirley Harrison, who is an author, um, wrote Jack the Ripper, The American Connection. She talks about, uh, and as Sarge will explain in a second, uh, Liverpool cotton merchant James Maybrick uh, being Jack the Ripper and having an interesting connection to America. Um, according to Maybrick's own journals, they included confessions of killing prostitutes as well as a page signed Jack the Ripper. Maybrick was in Austin on the dates the Annihilator murders took place. Um, and after Maybrick died, they believe of arsenic and strychnine poisoning by his wife. Uh, in 1889, 
both series of murders had ended. Um, this is going to be interesting because Sarge has uh, a way to debunk this. Okay. James K. Maverick, he was listed as a suspect uh, um, in the Jack the Ripper killings. Just put that out of your head. That is lunacy, and if you even Google James K. Maverick, you're going to find out that that... There was a book that was written, uh, I want to say, in early 2000s, maybe late 1990s. It, it was the Diary of Jack the Ripper. It's fucking nonsense. Um, the person who wrote it even admitted that it was a hoax. Moving on from that. To suggest that a Malaysian cook who uh, killed a bunch of women in the United States by stabbing them in the ear and breaking their brains and then hitting them with an axe suddenly decided to be really surgical about his next you know, five or six murders in England is also crazy. Um, I had mentioned previously that serial killers like Tommy Lynn Sells, Angel Resendez, and Richard Ramirez changed up their method of killing. Let me be specific. They changed up their method of killing from murder to murder. They didn't kill six people one way and then decide, you know what, I want to do this like a surgeon now and then kill a bunch of other people. So, uh, going forward, neither one of those theories check out. James K. Maverick was just a fucking cotton merchant who was also addicted to illicit drugs like uh, morphine and heroin according to his fucking diary or whatever, and died of arsenic poisoning. The thing is, you can't say he died of arsenic poisoning because his wife killed him because the truth of the matter is, back then, people used that shit as fucking medicine. They thought arsenic made them look different. So that's why uh, women's makeup contained arsenic. So shitloads of people died of arsenic poisoning, but that's just because Americans and English people are really fucking stupid. We're still stupid. That didn't change. Gwyneth Paltrow... Fucking steams her vagina. When gynecologists are like, that doesn't work. People have been doing dumb shit to look younger for hundreds of years. So the arsenic thing, he probably overdosed on arsenic himself. He used to boil fucking wallpaper to get the arsenic off it. That's James K. Maybrick. As far as this Malaysian cook is concerned, frankly, I honestly believe he's only a suspect because he was a brown guy. Are you saying I should stop boiling the wallpaper? I recommend it highly. Yeah, if Heath Ledger can take Oof. too many by accident, so can some idiot in the 1800s. <laughs> oh, God, you're a terrible person. Anyway. All right, so uh, my theory. Hold on, can, I, go, can I give the last theory that, that they. That, like, yeah, yeah, is, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. All right, so Nathan, Nathan Elgin. Can you Elgin? take your phone off the table? Oh, is it buzzing? I, I can hear it in the mic. I, I remember that happened before. So Nathan Elgin um, was shot and killed in 1886 early 1886 uh he was in the middle of a fight with a girl from a bar he dragged her outside um he was beating her and uh, a local officer shot him uh, in the spine he was paralyzed and later died he did attempt to pull a knife on the officers it was not placed there he was also african-american you can imagine um how this would go today or in the 1800s or 1700s right. or 1600s. So anyway, Nathan Elgin... Well, we haven't been good to the was Or 1900s community. or 2000s or Nathan, 2010s. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what Jordan said. Yeah, so Nathan Elgin was actually profiled um, as being... It was acting out in uh, in the anger, retaliatory, rape, and murder um, mold that 
they've profiled the um, servant girl annihilator in. Um, they also su- suggest that he may have suffered childhood abuse and neglect, um, violent fantasies. Um, it's the 1800s. Et Everybody et suffered abuse and neglect. What's really interesting is after he was killed and they examined his body, they found out that he was missing a pinky toe. Uh, this was the fact that was left out of all of the evidence in the papers. Um, and uh, it was the pinky toe from his right foot, which is matches the, the feet print footprints. Um, footprints. The general measurements, uh, this, the size, shape of the footprints um, were a match to his feet. Um, and it was generally believed, but they couldn't prove that he may have been the servant girl annihilator. Um, it was never actually attributed to him because they couldn't get a confession because he was dead. So, um, I'm not going to speculate on who might be the servant girl annihilator. I think Nathan, what is it? Nathan Elgin, 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 Elgin. you know, whatever Nathan Elgin, Elgin, Nathan, whatever that guy's name is, might be a great fucking suspect. Um, I mean, the four, four toes kind of gives him away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but the, so one of the things that we need to do is we need to look at this through the lens of um, police work at the time, which wasn't great, you know. Um, I think what, what probably happened is you did have a serial killer back then. This serial killer probably sounds like a disorganized serial killer, much like Richard Ramirez or Angel Resendez or Tommy Lencells. They showed up at the house. They killed them with whatever weapons they could find. They probably had a weapon on them, like an ice pick or something sharp that they could puncture their ear with. However, they needed something to incapacitate them first. So to me, that suggests that whoever this serial killer was was probably a smaller guy um, in the fact that he couldn't just overpower them outright. He needed to knock them in the head with an axe first. As far as killing the, the, the two little boys, or I'm sorry, not harming the two little boys in any way, that's just because he wasn't threatened by them. He gave one of them an apple because he's like, here, be quiet while I fucking kill your mom because you're two years old and you're not going to remember this or tell anybody about what happened. Um, in terms of him killing the men first or hitting the men first and incapacitating them, kind of checks out with the theory that he's probably a smaller guy. Or if he's not a smaller guy, he viewed himself as a smaller guy because he obviously didn't think he could take these guys out on their own. He wanted to quickly quiet them down so he could take out the victims. If you look at stories like um, the, the East Area Rapist or later the Golden State Killer, he kind of incapacitated the men in a different way. He had a gun, so he made the men lie on the floor. He put dinner plates on their back so they wouldn't move and then said, if I hear these dinner plates rattle, I'm going to come in here and kill you, and then I'm going to kill your wife. Moving on from Say that. Say what you will. He respected good china. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much that set cost? <laughs> I know it was your wedding. China. I also will say that all of these facts have just reinforced my my belief that if you give out apples on Halloween, you deserve to have your house egged. Actually, it's the duty of the I neighborhood 100% agree. to egg your house. Because, because the thing is, if you get a, ki- people who give kids apples are serial killers. Well, yeah, and if you get the apple on Halloween, that's just something you're going to have to throw out. Yeah, or because you, you can't eat it because you know it's probably poison. Also, yeah. it's your fault if you see that apple come humming through your window later. Yeah, what are you with the what are you fucking Snow White's evil stepmother, you dickhead? Give me a fucking Malamar like a normal person. All right, so anyway, um 
Reese's. One of the things that that Jordan also mentioned is that the bear footprints. So, on their own, the bear footprints don't really mean shit because back then, poor people couldn't afford shoes. And if you know anything about serial killers, not many of them are exceptionally wealthy. Most of them tend to be either middle class or have no money. Also, if you have no shoes, you might lose a toe. <laughs> what happened was is he had banged it on a piece of furniture walking through the house, and it just fucking snapped right off, and Bob's drunk. Yeah, he didn't even mean to kill the first girl. He just stubbed his toe. And was like, <laughs> oh, he was working on a draft at the Big Lebowski, and he wanted to be tied into it. <laughs> The rug brought the whole room together. You want a toe? I can get you a toe by three. He anyway. bled on the rug, man. Anyway, <laughs> so as far as not wearing shoes, that doesn't mean anything. It's not like he, he was like, oh, you know what? Make me a greater serial killer walking around without shoes on. He was like, oh, I don't have any money, so I'm not going to wear shoes. But also, the other thing you can think about, too, is uh, Jordan had mentioned that uh, the pant legs were rolled up. That sounds fucked up now because it's 2020. But when you're thinking back to the 1800s, of course your pant legs were rolled up. The streets were made of dirt. You didn't want to get your only pair of pants dirty because then you can't go out for a day while somebody cleans and dries them. However, what is interesting is that the serial killer was missing a toe. That's clearly a tell. However, bare footprints with the one pinky toe missing weren't found at every single crime scene. What people are missing about this whole thing is that People valued life differently in the 1800s. So yeah, there was a serial killer. Did who was, they? Who was pro- yeah, definitely. When you when you when your kid's born and you don't name it because you're not sure it's gonna make it past two, you value life a little bit differently. Fine. However, what makes this interesting is we're talking about somebody who went into the house and killed these servant girls, but then you also have the serial killer going far outside their victim profile. In killing white women, but also killing men and a few other things. So the thing to think about here is, is this serial killer going outside their victim profile or are they committing a crime of opportunity? Or has somebody been reading the paper and thought, this chick told me I was a fucking dickhead and I'm a piece of shit incel and I want to get some revenge. So do you have multiple killers that are doing copycat murders in order to get away with it. So we heard about one female who was killed with a knife and basically scalped. When the victim Correct. profile included a number of people who were killed with an axe. Correct. So what I'm suggesting is some of these women were killed by a serial killer. Hysteria. You can sit back now. Okay. Some of these women were killed by a serial killer. Some of these women were probably just killed by fucking incels who they said no to. Because it's not without the realm of possibility, given the current status of things, but also bring it back to the 1800s when no one gave a shit about anyone else because you knew they might be dead in an hour from fucking too much arsenic in their makeup. It's not without the realm of possibility to assume that some of these murders were crimes of opportunity committed by guys who already had grudges against these women. So... My theory is, yes, it was a servant girl annihilator. No, he's not fucking Jack the Ripper, you goddamn morons. But also, some of these women were probably killed by incels who were just mad that they got turned down. Or jealous lovers or whatnot. Also, exactly. Like life exactly. expectancy was like 42. 
Yeah, but so an incel back then was like, the clock is really ticking. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really what it comes down to is, yeah, I'm sure some of these were. I'm sorry, this was before clocks. But also, <laughs> God Jesus damn it, Jesse. Christ. They had sundials. But All right. Also, uh, but also he... police work back then was really terrible. So it's really hard to look at, at a crime that was committed in 1885 and try to make heads or tails of any of it. Because the bottom line is the police officers, like I had mentioned previously, they had said only a couple of the women were sexually assaulted. But the truth of the matter is they really had no scientific way to prove that other than saying, well, you know, there's blood where her vagina is. So her hymen broke, which means she's a virgin, which means she was a child. When you're 50 years old, that's not really a problem for you because you've already had two kids. One of them probably died when you were two. And then the other one is sleeping next to me on the floor in the kitchen. Uh, does anybody else have any theories before we move on to dick news? Um, the, the, the whole barefoot thing. Yeah, bare feet. Oh, God damn it. What? Oh, what? God damn it. What? Like, how big are these feet we're talking about? I mean, they have measurements of the size and shape of the feet. They just, they, they were just bare well, feet. They're, they're like, I don't know. Bare they, feet missing a toe. They're normal, right? Like, yeah, like, like normal feet. So it could have been like a, like a small Yeti then. God fucking, fucking damn it. Told, Son of God a bitch. God damn it. God damn it. Well, yeah, I mean. I should have known. I should have known. I should have fucking Yetis known. are constantly wrecking their Maybe not. on trees, No, well, hold on. Right? What if it wasn't a Yeti? Hold on. Time out. But he a makes Sasquatch. A good point. He makes a good point. Because Yetis are cold. Them. Well, yeah, all right. Yetis are know, cold weather creatures. Cold, let's if let's no, give them. Nobody saw it. Nobody ever sees a Sasquatch. Jesse is holding up a Yeti cup. By it was the way. it was funny because he said it was always Yetis and he's holding it. Yeti. It was not an expensive mug. I, I meant I meant these things retain heat so well. Furry barefooted being that nobody sees. So you think it was a really mad? You think it was a squatch? Could have been a squatch. I think it was a furry. Hey, you you can't prove it wasn't. So um, wow. they never found a squatch with only four toes on its foot though. So I'm gonna they go with never found a squatch. So. I'm gonna go with it was probably Nathan. <laughs> Elgin. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why they don't exist. This might be the uh, first time that Maynard's come up with a theory that actually kind of tracks a little bit. Thank you. I'm Thank gonna you. actually Fair just go with tracks. No oh boy, I'm just gonna go with Nathan Elgin. I think he was probably the murderer when he died yeah. because he was shot in the back. Uh, I mean, he was probably the serial murderer, not the guy who was angry because someone else got his girlfriend. I think Nathan Elgin is probably the most reliable uh, suspect. There was also some information about Nathan Elgin being caught. Um, later on down the road uh, before he, he passed away where his pants were rolled up. He was covered in mud, barefoot, the whole nine yards, missing a toe. And uh, somebody said he was covered in mud, but he could have just used the mud to yeah, mess Yeah, I mean, blood. there was there was a lot of like stuff in the trials. There was several trials. Um, some people were actually convicted of murder and then they were returned. And Yeah. Um, this was actually like a, it was like a fucking circus because they had arrested 400 men uh, and charged them with fucking murder. And then they were like, you know what? Probably wasn't. You so one know. of the other things to think about back then, besides the fact that they were incredibly racist, and, and this isn't really just an indictment of the South because, let's face it, everywhere in America was racist back then, okay? Um, they literally would just find people, accuse them of a crime. It would become a media shit show far worse than it is today if that is even imaginable to you. And people would read the newspaper for stories like this. And as we talked about in our in our false flag episode, newspapers had a way of embellishing a story to make it seem like the murderer was actually part of it. There's a great podcast out there if you have the time to listen to it. We're not sponsored by them in any way, but it's uh, it's called uh, History Detective. 
And basically, the guy reads old news stories about murders that that occurred back in the 1800s, and it's chock full of really colorful language, but also some really egregious examples of yellow journalism, where people are convicted of murder based solely on a newspaper article that didn't even contain any fucking facts about the murder. Listen, I don't, I don't know if that's appropriate. I know the coronavirus is scary, but to say racist things like yellow journalism is just... <sighs> All right, let's go I to Dick News. Myself up let's to just that. go to Dick, yeah, news. Dick News. Yes, you did, much like your towel. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing it back home. That's a callback. People are going nuts over disturbing realistic penis lipsticks. You mean they're kind of going dick, aren't they? They got a little cocky. (laughs) (laughs) These very phallic lipsticks aren't a new thing. They've been around since 2013 based on Amazon reviews. Uh, After Instagram user Prozac underscore Morris posted a photo of them, uh, BuzzFeed obviously picked up on that and wrote an article. Um, They have a bunch of photos that don't actually link to anything. Uh, judging by those Amazon reviews, the penis lipsticks made by a company called Mushroom are actually pretty. <laughs> it's good. Uh, are oh my god, are actually really? pretty good quality. Really, you one make penis lipsticks from a company called Mushroom? Yeah, right. The one complaint people seem to have is they get squished in transit, and nobody wants to smushed penis. Um, they seem like a perfect item for bachelorette parties and similar events. We're kind of more interested in whipping these out for everyday use, only to see the reactions of passerbys. They're actually going to get sued for for uh, false advertisement because every time they buy them they wind up being two inches shorter than advertised <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me oh no yeah they, they were made by men and uh, the lipstick just doesn't nearly last as long as it should peter's out pretty early name my sex tape oh right they keep finding the lipsticks in their friends purses and they're like how did it get in here it's like i didn't invite it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maybe you should use your lipstick more, Karen, and it wouldn't wind up in my purse. (laughs) 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 And this is the content everybody's been here for. Um, This one's a good one. Bro accused of burning penis art into dorm ceiling. Uh, You know what? I'm going to give him some credit. Not many people use fire as an art form these days. I bet you his defense was, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. A University of Iowa student was arrested uh, after he allegedly burned derogatory penis designs into a dermatory ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, derogatory penis designs? What would a non-derogatory <laughs> penis look like? Well, like one that's like really like anatomically correct and veiny is probably pretty derogatory, I would assume. Um, this is kind of unusual, David Vizin, the associate director of University of Iowa Police, told. <laughs> uh, according to the police affidavit obtained by the smoking gun, uh, a friend of the accused student I can't believe that smoking gun was the best euphemism. Saw him use a lighter to burn the ceiling. Um, He admitted that he possibly caused caused damage in the hallway. He was arrested on two counts of reckless use of fire or an explosive. That seems a little harsh. Um, Three charges of being way too rad. (laughs) And according to the campus police arrest docket, uh, uh, charges cover separate incidents over the last month. So that was a that was a thing. This I, is this is, is the bro. It, is there a description of how he fucking yeah, burns? Right. He looks like a he looks like a bro, right? Bro, he looks like, he looks like somebody that I really wish was aborted. <laughs> Fuck. Well, as a 
Yikes. Let's, let's just move well, on. Well, if he was that. aborted, he wouldn't have felt pain, right? Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Well, it depends on but which... But then we wouldn't have these... It depends on which political party you're a part of. We wouldn't have these super rad penis drawings in the ceiling. It's true. Okay, fair enough. All right, and the last one. I still hope he dies, though, because he's got a dick face. He does have a dick face. Right? You just look at the Maybe guy... Maybe he was like, a self-portrait. He is a dick. His name is his name is probably... Dick w- face. W- what is his actual name? George. George? That is not the right name. You know what the best name for him would be? Tyler. Oh, yeah, no. He lo- actually, he looks like a uh, like an Aiden. Oh, good. Aiden, yeah, too, Aiden. yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. This is the last one. This one's like the meat of it. Get it? Meat oh. of it. <laughs> uh, a motorist from this state was accused of pleasuring himself before a crash. Do we get to guess the state? Do we get to get I need to know. Go ahead, guess the state. Motorist of this state was was accused of what? Pleasuring himself before a car crash. I'm going to say a fucked up state like West Virginia. Y'all got a pretty mouth. Tennessee. Ohio. Georgia motorist. God damn it. Pleasuring himself before a crash. He had his penis exposed outside of his pants and was physically masturbating. 63-year-old motorist is accused <laughs> of masturbating to, like, in the wheel mentally. when he crashed into a van in Georgia. Uh, oh, this is perfect. The crash was oh, hold on. Oh, no. oh, this is perfect. Donald Marvin Johnson. Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> the name <laughs> always checks out on these things. Allegedly plowed his Saturn Ion into the back of a Chevy ah, Astro. <laughs> What's the name of his car, please? A Saturn Ion into the back of a Chevy Astro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god this is the most scientific fucking penis news we've ever done uh, a witness told cops she saw Johnson's car swerving and driving recklessly on the Bobby Jones Expressway and Washington Road before the smash according to Columbia County Sheriff's Office the witness was also allegedly almost hit her vehicle two or three times he was just trying to say hello let's let's I mean no he was trying to fucking he was trying to bang one out Johnson, is Johnson got, was pleasuring himself. He nearly ah. got into a car accident, which just proves the juice isn't always worth the squeeze. The last time she looked over at Mr. Johnson, he had his penis exposed outside of his pants and was physically masturbating. Question. Well, yeah, his name is Mr. Johnson. Of How course it was. How did she see that? <laughs> From her vehicle, obviously. Maybe. How? Was she maybe driving he's, a fucking semi? I don't understand. Maybe he's just really well endowed. And saw this guy buffing the musket. What if he's really well endowed? Theory. But still, even if his dick was fucking 20 feet tall, how did she see him masturbating in his car unless she was in a much larger vehicle? I well, think if she was in an SUV and he was in a normal-sized car. Nothing says that he. Nothing says that she wasn't the passenger in her car. And like they All I know is close. I've jacked off in my car a bunch of times and no one's written a news article about me. Wait, like out in the driveway here? <laughs> Yeah, while driving? Like, what is the deal here? I'm not going to masturbate in my house like some kind of animal. <laughs> See, my theory is You say I need to close my car. shades. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess I, know, I guess I know why. The problem well, is, is he mean, was driving with his knee. Me. What can I say? The problem <laughs> is, is he was driving with his knee. He took his iPhone charger, wrapped it around his neck, and was trying to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think he lost control of the car, knew he was going to crash, and was like, if I'm going out, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting one last crank in. <laughs> Um, deputies arrived on scene shortly after the crash, spoke to the witnesses. Uh, injuries were reported from the incident, but not clear whether the female witness was the person hurt. Current condition of the injured is not known. He was held on $11,200 bond. 
And that's all I got. Oh, he no way. He was previously convicted of public indecency in 2008 for masturbating while driving. Oh. He's a serial driving masturbator. I was kind of hoping it was just for like smelling his balls in public like that other guy. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> he's just airing it out. His defense yeah. was, I turned the cruise control on. I don't know why it didn't stop. Sometimes you get a little funk down there. You just want to make sure if it's like, you know, gross funk or it's just like, all right, I can go another day without a shower. All right, people. Well, Usually you should follow us on Twitter. The morning grind. All right. Right. Teespring. Follow us Join on Twitter. Patreon. Review us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, and buy a goddamn t-shirt for Christ's sakes. Yeah, How am get, I supposed to pay for this? Killer shirts out there right now. Yeah, and you could do Sarge's metal face, cut a hole in the middle. Wait, what? Yeah, buy one of Sarge's fuck blankets. <laughs> please I think buy that's what a we should name blanket. it too. Sarge's fuck blanket. Please do not use it on the highway. It's a danger. What I want you to do is buy my fuck blanket and then just talk through my mouth in a video. Oh, you guys have that weird <laughs> sex that you're supposed to have through like a sheet. Who does that again? Is that like an orthodox thing? Um, it was a rumor. It's not really a. Oh, there's no real fuck sheet. You, you learn know, new things no. every day. Oh boy. Well, Jesse, take us out. Ah, oh, you're welcome, Anderson.